Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. I want to talk about censorship. There is so much talk these days about misinformation, fake news, disinformation, etc., etc. And there's no doubt there is a lot of it floating about. It's not hard to see why people can be fooled by information online. And when we think of what is coming down the line with AI, it is going to be a bit tricky to tell what is real from what is not. And I've often seen, you know, like, oh, here's Donald Trump saying something, or here's Tom Cruise saying something, or whatever it is, or Joe Biden saying something. And it's not actually them at all. You know, it's a, what they call a deep fake. Now, some people believe the answer is that we pick certain special individuals to decide what information we should and shouldn't be exposed to and what we are not exposed to. But now we've all heard of the European Digital Treaty, or maybe you haven't heard of the European Digital Treaty. So the European Digital Treaty is essentially like the broadcasting authority for Europe when it comes to radio, television, um, digital media in general, uh, social media, everything. And part of that European Digital Treaty is three people in Ireland. One is a former judge, and the other two people who will decide what misinformation is. So, to explain that very briefly, and they were asked this question, all three of them, who decides what we are and are not, are not allowed to see? And I'm going to give you an extreme example of what misinformation is. Holocaust denial. I read and I've read and I've looked at Holocaust denial. I've looked at interviews with Holocaust deniers because I find it intriguing. Not because I believe it, but I find it intriguing. I've looked at flat earthers because I find them intriguing. Not because I believe the earth is flat, but I find it intriguing. That's misinformation. Should we be censored from that? Should we be banned from hearing that? Then we get into a more dangerous level. And the more dangerous level are things like climate change, vaccines, COVID-19, where people have different views. And I'm going to give you a brief example. Two and a half years ago, people suggested that COVID-19 came from a lab in Wuhan by what they call gain of function, which is what countries provide money to do, you know, in a lot of cases, necessary experiments to produce viruses so we can produce cures for them in the future gain of function and the suggestion was oh the virus leaked from a lab in Wuhan and not from a wet market the people who said that were accused of being a conspiracy theorist they were banned from social media their posts were removed from Facebook Twitter everywhere else it now turns out that most likely it did leak from a lab in Wuhan well we don't know for sure but according to the CIA that's now most likely the origins of COVID-19. So the point was, is they were right. And if we look throughout history, there have been people who stood out in history who at the time people considered to be crackpots. But they turned out to be right. They were turned out, they were maybe accused of being witches and warlocks, if you even go back further. But they turned out to be correct. They were just way ahead of everybody else. And I've noticed this in 20 years of doing talk radio that people come on the air and say the wackiest things to me and say, no, you know, they're all conspiring in a room somewhere in Geneva or whatever it is. And I guarantee you within the next two years, X is going to happen. And I go, would you go way out of that and put your shinfoil back, hat back in your head? 
Two years later, it happens. And I go, wow, they were actually right. Not saying there was a group of people in a room in Geneva anywhere, but I'm just saying what they suggested would actually happen. And they were accused or written off as conspiracy theorists. So we have to be very careful how we censor information. Because although it might be just, like, climate change is a classic example. Remember, climate change is a hypothesis. It's a theory. That's why it's called climate change theory. There are other people who have different hypotheses, who don't believe that human beings are responsible, you know, for the changing climate. And they should be listened to as well. We shouldn't just write people off just because, according to the survey, the majority of scientists. It wasn't. It was the majority of climate scientists. And that figure of 98% was put out by Obama originally, which was actually wrong, and it was proven to be wrong. They were based on papers that were written on climate change by people who had an interest in climate change. So it was a kind of skewed statistic. It's nowhere close to that. There are many scientists in the world who don't agree. I'm not saying either way which is right and which is wrong, but I would hate to see their information be censored because otherwise that does away with critical thinking. It's like having a village, as I explained before, and having a mayor, and once a week on a Friday he comes up with the laws for the village, but he'll only invite people to vote who'll agree with him. That's the ultimate censorship. And it's a very dangerous road to go down because it destroys democracy. So here you go, back to censorship. Is there anything that should be censored? I mean, the argument for it is that, yes, some information is dangerous. Every dangerous act begins with an idea. Fascism was just an idea at one time. If a group of like-minded evil people are easily able to find one another, agree on some evil plan, then yes, it is more likely they can do bad things and influence others to do bad things. I'm thinking of vulnerable groups here in particular, like young people. And do we need to protect people in society from certain ideas? And when I suggested this today... I was talking to a few people and somebody said, oh, but you were talking about the books, the library books in Cork. You wanted to ban them. I said, no, I didn't want to ban any books. And I don't think anybody in Cork wanted to ban books. I think they just wanted them put in the right category because that's all about child protection. That's not censorship. It's just like you'd have a movie that's over 18s. You wouldn't let a child watch it. We put an age limit on things. That's not censorship. That's just ratings and categorizing things for an age-appropriate audience. So I wouldn't like to see any book censored, by the way. None. Whatsoever. Unless, of course, it's an illegal act. What do you think? Is there a time and a place for censorship? Or can we not put that responsibility into the person's hands for fear of it being abused? So I want to ask you about censorship. Do you agree with censorship? And I'm going to give you the ultimate again. Without being disrespectful, we all know, of course, that six million, if not more, people died at the hands of the, Jew of the Nazis. Six million Jews died. There are people in the world who deny that happened and believe it's propaganda and believe it's out of conspiracy theory and they're called, of course, Holocaust deniers. In many countries in the world, it's illegal to be a Holocaust denier. So that's the ultimate example of censorship. Do you believe that people should be able to write a book on that and release it? Bring, it, bring out a documentary? The Holocaust never happened or something like that. Do you believe somebody should be allowed to do that? Let me know what you think. Do you believe in censorship? The number is 087-188-0008. Should I be able to go on the radio and say whatever I want? State, for example, as a fact that climate change doesn't exist. State for a fact that the Holocaust never happened, for example, which it clearly did, by the way. Should I be able to go on and state that as a fact, as my opinion? 
Let me know what you think. Should censorship exist in society? Or this idea now of the digital act or digital treaty, whereby we will have people in Ireland as part of that who will decide what information you can and can't read on social media. Do you think that's right? The number is 087-188-008. Neve, hi, how are you? Hey, Niall, how are you? I'm good, Neve. How's the broken arm? Sorry, I'm waiting for an MRI and then operation, and then maybe I'll get better. Ah. I'm all right. I'm grand. You can't kill a bad thing. Are you bored? Rigid. <laughs> Rigid. <laughs> Some of the shite I'm watching on TV, you wouldn't believe. Watch Coronation Street. For, I'm bang up today with classic Coronation Street. I, I tell oh. you, yeah, I am watching Coronation Street. At the moment. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Okay, do you think Stephen's yeah, going I'm down? Going. Is Stephen going to get caught? Oh, he's going down, and it better be Carla. Why are they dragging it out? Why are they dragging it out so much? You well, you wouldn't have seen it tonight, right? Oh <laughs> uh, no, don't, Ridic- don't. Okay, it's not a spoiler, not a spoiler. Okay, it was just a thing that happened. Ridiculous. A police officer, like detective, senior detective, having a conversation in the middle of the street with Carla so that he could hear. <laughs> but she had a conversation. He had a conversation in the Rovers Return two weeks ago with Jenny. I know. I'm sure he was standing outside in, in the ginnel, wasn't that what they called them? In the ginnel, talking about killing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, right, I, here's the other thing. He's going to get He's caught. Terrible. He's going to get caught for the son, what's his name, and the father, right? Teddy and Leo, yeah. yeah. He's going to get done for them. But, but and the, Ruth. They find, they find Rufus as well or something. Or they find out that he was connected to that. But how will they, the how will they link him to, well, they, apart from being a business person, how are they going to link the other two killings to Rufus? But It's something to do with the LSD and there is something to do with that tie pin because that tie But the tie pin is, some... is down a shore now. He threw it down the yeah, shore. But, other, but somebody else saw it when they were there. Remember, your man was there. Who? Now, I know he's got his own bloody issues at the moment, poor old Paul, but he was there. Remember, he stole the car. Oh, and yeah, he, yeah. And he saw the tie pin and he saw the engraving on it. So he knows whether he, God love him, he's got enough, he's got his own. No, Paul, right didn't, but Paul didn't see the tie pin. The no, gay, no, the gay lad seen it. The gay lad in the bar, what's his name? You know the. Yeah, but. but well, Paul, what's his name, the gay chap in the bar? Um, um, he's annoying. No, sh- well, he's, uh, um, yeah, he's really annoying. He is, he's irritating. But, he but he's seen the tie pin on him. He did, but Paul also saw it because he was there, because he stole the car. I remember Paul stole the car. Yeah. (laughs) If anybody just just tuned in, it's a, what are they talking about? I have to say, like, Karen hates Stephen, right? And so do I. We both hate him. Everybody hates him. But I, yeah, but but he's a great actor. He re- oh, he plays the part brilliantly. If you hate him that much, he's done a, he's done a good job. Yeah, he's like he's the next like, dirty den, really, isn't he? He is. He's 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 a bit like your man Pat Phelan because yeah. he went around with this six smile on his face as well before he got caught. <laughs> yeah, and he ended and up, is he gonna, he ended up on some near pier. Is, are they going to find out that he sold the mother's house or <laughs> remortgaged? Oh, oh yeah, well, oh, well, she, well Sarah, yeah, but Sarah knows. Yeah, sorry, Sarah knows that anyway. Sarah knows. Yeah, yeah. Sarah knows that, and then they'll find out about that. And I'll tell you who's going to do him in now if they're not careful. Peter's yeah. going to have a go. Oh, do you think so? Because oh, well, Peter, like Peter yeah, adores Carla. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah. he adores Carla. Like, yeah. I mean, I think Jenny will kill him. I think Jenny will kill him. Jenny's going to go off the. Oh, she's going to feel so guilty. Imagine knowing you slept with a man that killed not only your partner but his dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
You're going to feel like shit about yourself, aren't you? <laughs> for the last six months, his character is brilliant. Every time someone pisses him off and he does that thing with his fist, you think to yourself, he's next. <laughs> he's going. He's going to kill him too. <laughs> Turned into the Incredible Hulk in the Kilo when I was kicking the he was kicking the bins. Oh, like, look, we, down there. we have to get back to the topic. John, John is going mad there. Wait, come on, sorry, sorry, John. You're not. I know you're not a Coronation Street fan, so it wouldn't appeal to you. Oh, he's gone. Does he have to hang it up? He was sick listening to Coronation Street. John, are you there? <laughs> oh, oh, he is. There. Yeah, well, he is there. John, hey, John, we uh, we asleep there for a second. Sorry. Blame him. No, no. no. Oh, watching Fair City will put you to sleep. Oh, uh, no, it's not Fair City. No, there's acting in Coronation Street. There's a kind of difference. Exactly. No. It's not exactly. just thrown together, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Fair, fair City. Uh, I don't think Fair City. I'd ban, I'd ban Fair City just for the sheer thing that it's, it's, it's a crime against acting. It, it is a crime against John, have you got your radio on in the background? No. Um, okay. No. It, the Honourable Central... Oh, and hang on. I have to ask Neve first because I haven't even asked yet. We were talking about Coronation <laughs> Street. Hang on, John. Neve, sorry. Back to censorship. Yeah. Should there be any form of censorship? I don't think so. I think you need to be, you know, I completely understand that some of the theories that come out are incredibly hurtful, especially Holocaust deniers. Millions upon millions are hurt by that. But if you censor this, first of all, you're kind of playing into their hands because you're then telling these people that you must trust one person to decide what you can think. And they're going to start saying, well, how do we know they're, they're telling the truth? Mm. That their truth is the right truth. Yeah. Our truth is the right truth. But you're telling us that we must believe their truth. But how can you debate, argue, educate, you know, if you can't discuss something? And you were talking about protecting children. What we actually need to do, instead of wrapping them up in cotton wool, is teach them how to critically think for themselves. Make your own minds up. You know, read everything, see everything, and then decide. If you're only getting one half of the argument, you're being robbed. Because you need to have both sides in anything. If you're making any decision in life, you have to have pros and cons, two sides to make it a, a, an informed decision. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just following... Well, crowd. that's what free I mean, speech is all about, isn't it? But, I mean, with, obviously, then, with free speech comes responsibility. But but isn't that what free speech is all about, that you well, can put is, something out there? Start, you might be wrong. No, that's it. But if you start censoring, then you're censoring free speech. So we don't need the free speech or the hate laws because we're already doing it. Mm-hmm. So by, by taking, you know, I don't agree with an awful lot of what people come out with on social media. But it doesn't mean they're not entitled to their opinion. Mm. And if I want to, I'll discuss it with them and say, well, why are you thinking this? Why do you think six million or however million Jews didn't die? Why do you think the earth is flat? <laughs> I mean, yeah, and as you said, like, you know, Galileo was probably one of the original ones who came out and said, no, it's not. And he was a madman. He was a lunatic. I wonder did anyone, when Galileo said things, or Leonardo da Vinci, for example, who's a very clever individual as well, who was written off by many people, um, or even mm-hmm. Einstein at one stage was written off by people as a, as a lunatic. But when they said things, I wonder what the people around at that time went, fake news, fake news. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they say, they say that, you know, people like them are never recognised in their own lifetime. Mm-hmm. That it can take years afterwards people to, for people to go, ah, yeah. Like I recently, there's a a climate scientist that was given out recently that somebody was on RTE or another station 
saying they didn't believe, as far, as far as they were concerned, there was evidence that human beings had nothing to do with climate change. Anyway, this climate scientist, well, it doesn't matter what you believe either way, right? But this climate scientist said RTE should never be allowed, shouldn't be platforming people who disagree. Well, they have to. Well, or else you're go- well, then RTE is going to become what a lot of people say they are. Mm-hmm. So if they stop giving both sides to an argument, then they are automatically falling into the hands of the people who say, well, there you go, we told you all along that they're corrupt. We told you all along that they only wanted you to hear what the government or they want you to hear. If they don't put up, as I said, if you don't have two sides to an argument, how on earth can you make an informed decision? You're just making a decision that you're being told to make. And what, and okay, what about of, other types of censorship? Apart from the obvious, right? Now, I, I, the only censorship I ever believe in, by the way, is making stuff age-appropriate for children, and I think we all agree on that. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. of course. That's, but that's more rating than censorship. We're not banning something. That's, that's we're just telling, sense. Yeah, yeah, we're just telling you who can watch it. But, I mean, uh-huh. when it comes to, say, pornography, when it comes to um, movies on TV and what can be, how explicit they can be, do you believe there should be censorship on that? Or not in television, but maybe available on, in, for download or video. Should there be censorship on that? I don't think so. I think again, we all have have as long as no crime is committed, obviously. As long as, as long exactly, as yeah. long as it's consensual, the people who are taking part in the making of the movie are there of their own free will mm. and their own accord. As long as you are given an absolute detail, like for example, if it was on TV, which is unlikely, if it's going to be as explicit channel like that. Four. But if it was, so, yeah, okay, channel four, which out. Yeah. So channel four should put out a warning beforehand. Look, this could trigger A, B, and C. It contains this, this, and this. Now you make your informed choice. Mm. But it's an informed choice. You're being told, look, at this may not be suitable if you've been a victim of, say, rape. It may not be if you've, if you've had something happen to you in your life that's shown in this movie. It could make you very upset. So maybe it's not for you. Yeah. But then you can say, right, it's not for me. But it doesn't mean that everyone shouldn't be allowed to watch it as long as no one is being hurt. Okay, what about comedy, for example, and all these other things? Lately, we've been hearing a lot about, say, Ricky Gervais and different co- uh, comedians, you know, that they maybe pick on minorities or tell jokes about minorities. Should any of that be censored? I don't, you see, again, I don't think so. You see, it, comedy is very subjective, isn't it? Like, mm. I, wouldn't find certain, yeah. I wouldn't find certain comedians funny that you'd probably find hysterical and oh, vice versa. I don't think so. I think you, you know, probably I, have the same sense of humor, right? There's certain well, there's people. one guy, I, I don't like Jimmy Carr, for example. Do you know? Oh, I like Jimmy um, Carr. I don't, not because I have an issue with what he says. I just don't like his style of comedy. I find him too quick. Mm. And I, I can never remember. I love the likes of Billy Connolly or Michael McIntyre who can tell a story out of nothing and make it brilliantly funny. Mm, yeah. And you remember that story. I don't remember two minutes after watching Jimmy Carr what he was joking about because it's all, so, it's all one-liners. Yeah, but it's words. So he's, he, like, he's, he, he's a wordsmith and he makes jokes out of words. He's very clever. Yeah. He is a very clever man, but he's just not my style. Okay, well, well do me a favor. Stay there for a second. Let me, go back to, let me go back to John. He's waiting ages now. John! Um, do I believe in censorship? Yeah. Could you, John, can you, get, get, can, you, can you get closer to your phone or something because you're a bit muffled. Sorry, one second, though. Oh, okay. Uh, ten minutes. You've had 15 minutes to prepare for this. What is he doing? John. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're watching Coronation Street. Okay, John, go ahead. I believe in appropriation for television shows. Um, for, like, if the show's after 9 o'clock, like, team or location, yes, I believe in age appropriation. But in general, I don't think, I don't think people should be centred. Because if, if that's their opinion, that's their opinion. Be it COVID, be it politics, be it climate change, whatever, everyone's quite low opinion. Mm-hmm. 
Are they entitled to put up information? And people might say, put up information and say, oh, um, I'm just making up something here, right? Uh, it's not true. You know, the temperature in 1942 was higher than it is today, so climate change doesn't exist. And that may not be a fact or maybe out of context. Do you yeah. believe that the European Digital Rights Treaty or the, the ones responsible here in Ireland should have a, a duty to, to remove that and take it down because they say it's not true? Well... Yes, because I believe people are entitled to their opinion. Like, whether you agree or disagree, that people have different takes on COVID, people have different takes on climate change, you know? So mm-hmm. I believe everyone's everyone, everyone's entitled to their opinion. That yeah. doesn't mean to say you have to agree with them. Yeah. No, I, I don't believe in censorship. Yeah. I'm sick shit of this whole censorship. I mean, we had, um, on the late, late show, going back to, uh, three years ago, those two of them mogadons, Jedward were on it. Oh, jeez. And they were threatening people. <laughs> they were threatening people saying that uh, they shouldn't be loaded their homes if they're not vaccinated. Oh, I remember all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which well, it wasn't just Jedward. It was just, the government were saying it as well, for God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, two children, but I... Yeah, COVID was a classic example of censorship because, well, when I say censorship, people were silenced who didn't agree while everybody else or what other people were going to do. You know, I mean, like, um, if, uh, yeah, that was a classic example. Uh, and by the way, whether you agree or disagree is, is kind of irrelevant. It's the point that people are, I always believe people are entitled to their views. For example, you know, for years, you know, I have been a strong advocate of vaccines. I think they're good for children, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm allowed every now and again say, well, I'm not too sure about that particular vaccine. Have we tested it properly? Have we done this? But you weren't even, you're not even allowed to say that anymore. And I think that's, and I know there are people who are strongly anti-vax, who I don't agree with either, but they're entitled to their view. I don't agree with them, but they're entitled to their view. Like, I I question the whole COVID thing, but don't get me wrong, I didn't go to the extremes that like Edgar Mordarty did. Because mm. I think she yeah. went... Okay, we, we can't talk about individuals that are not on the show. Um, um, but there was a friend of mine down here at Dermot Aquila, you, can you stop mentioning names? On, uh, you don't need to mention any names, John, to be honest with you. And, and now, because I don't know what you're going to say next. Uh, unfortunately, I can't let you continue the story. Uh, let me go to Michal. Michal, how are you? Hi, how are you doing, Neil? Good, Michal. Uh, Michal, uh, censorship. Sorry, Neve says she doesn't agree with it. Everyone's entitled to an opinion. Yeah. Um, do you believe in any kind of censorship at all? <laughs> well... Okay, I have to give you a little bit of a background of myself. I originally come from Poland, and I was born at the end of the 70s, so kind of, you know, the the, the last leg of the communist times. But I do remember where on the radio and the television, you were not able or supposed to uh, joke about some stuff. You were not supposed to share some information about uh, you know, government and, and officials and, you know, things like that. So mm-hmm. it was heavily censored. So absolutely not. I believe that, you know, people should have free access to information. Um, Even if that information and, might be incorrect. Well, that's the, that's the thing. It, it really is important where you get that information from. So at the moment we have, I'm, I'm looking at my kids and they're, they're in their 20s. Their use of internet, social media is completely different than ours. Their brains are wired in a different way, and they are used to getting an instant information at the tip of their finger 
uh, they go onto Google, they go into their phone, and they find the information about any anything, literally in in minutes, in seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay, the problem with that is that information is not always uh, a f- based on facts. It's not always um, science backed up. Sometimes it's just somebody's opinion that yep. they're reading on about. And because this is social media, and because um, some of the opinions, some people that voice their opinions pretty loud, for example, on social media or somewhere on the internet, right. they can get through to a wider audience. So I don't believe in there should be one person who would sit down and say, okay, well, this kind of information is not good or not. But there should be someone who watches over a false information or at least make sure... But who decides it's false? Who decides it's false? Well, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Who decides? Government? The the, the head honcho of your social media platform? I don't know. I mean, well, well, it, That's it, what happened. I gave the example at the start of the show uh, of at the start of COVID when people had suggested that it came from a lab in Wuhan and Mark Zuckerberg, who owns Facebook, of course, decided that was incorrect and anybody who even said it was banned from Facebook... They also decided the same thing on Twitter as well at the time before Elon Musk owned it, and they were banned from Twitter. Now, the information we have from the CIA suggests that most likely it did come from the lab in Wuhan, so they were probably correct. Um, And yet, that was at the time considered misinformation. Now, it turns out it probably wasn't misinformation. So what I'm saying is, you know, people who are very clever are maybe way ahead of others. They'll say things that we might assume is misinformation, but it may not be. So who just who gets to decide what's misinformation and what's not? I don't think we have any influence at the moment or we have any way of controlling this or appointing people to control that. So I think that it's important to educate people who might be looking for that information. And in our case, educating our kids. This is what I'm telling to my children. If you want to find out um, the real uh, view of the situation, read a couple of different newspapers, watch a couple of different news channels, and then when you get all of the information from different sides, obviously, you know, some of the news are politically influenced. Biased, yeah, some, of course. Some yeah. of, not biased, absolutely. Some of the news are are uh, financially influenced, and then, you know, there, 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 there's a certain there's a certain way... Um, yeah, look, I mean, oh, the classic example would be Fox and CNN in America. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. That's what it is. But if you want to find the middle ground, listen to both of them and then listen to Al Jazeera, what they have to say. Mm. And then make up your mind, having all of the information, well, hopefully, like uh, information from all of the angles, then try and make up your mind. Uh, think for yourself, think critically, which is really important. Uh, but don't just listen to one person. Don't just listen to one voice. If it's a really important part of your life, if it's something that affects your life in a greater uh, matter, do get information from different sources. And hopefully, hopefully, one of those sources would be uh, science backed up, or would be would be something you know, uh, mm-hmm. um, something that people actually uh, uh, know that it's a fact. But the sci- um, but the scientists get it wrong as well. Every now and again, they get it wrong too. Absolutely. Then don't listen to one of the scientists. <laughs> listen to a couple of them. Listen to uh, all of them. Yeah. You, yeah. Absolutely. You mentioned at the beginning, uh, at the beginning, the uh, the thing about global warming. Okay. Mm, and mm. some people say it's the fact. It's not a fact. Um, well, it's a hypothesis. It's a theory. Yeah. 
exactly. Well, some people say it's a theory. Some people say it's already happening with the climate changes. Mm. Um, I can tell you this. I'm a, I'm a wine professional. And at the moment, wine is being produced so far up north from the equator that 20 years ago, it would be impossible to have a commercial crops of wine. But here's, here's well, the, a, well, here's the answer to that one, right? And I'm not suggesting... Qu- and anybody, by the way, who thinks the climate is not changing is out their head because it clearly is changing, right? But, is. Absolutely. But, that, but that's never the argument. This idea that you're a climate change denier, right? I don't know any climate change deniers. Everybody, anybody who thinks the climate is not changing is stupid. Of course it's changing. <laughs> and, and, but if I go back even further in time to you, if you go back to medieval times... Uh, back to the 12th and 13th century, for example, in London, they were growing grapes for wine. There you go. So what I'm saying is, that's happened before in history. It's not the first time, for example, as you said, wine production had moved you know, north of the equator or further up north of the equator. That's happened before. That's why in London you have streets called Vine Street and places like that because they once grew grapes and they made mm-hmm. wine. Um, and also, if you go back to some of the early paintings from the earlier part of the last 100 years in London, the Thames River used to freeze over every winter. Now it doesn't. So cli- the climate does change. There's no doubt about that. I think what the argument amongst people is, who's responsible? Is it natural or are human beings responsible? And that's where some scientists differ in their hypothesis. But I don't want to get into that. I don't wanna, we'll get into a climate change um, debate another night. But I, and I understand, I appreciate you. But do you believe that people should be allowed to, you know, give those or espouse those views online? Because at the moment we're being told, oh, they shouldn't be because that's misinformation. If it's a misinformation, if it's something that might influence somebody's point of view, somebody who doesn't know better or somebody who just listens to one source... I think this information should be restricted in some way. For example... Well, then if, you're agreeing if, with censorship, Michal. To a certain extent, yes. Ah, see, to now a, I'm yeah, disappointed. You, you come from what was formerly, formerly a communist society, and, and now you're saying to me, I kind of agree with censorship, and the reason you agree with it is because if I don't agree with it, or if I don't think it's right, it shouldn't really be allowed out there. I, well... It's a difficult subject to censor uh, somebody's opinion. As we say, we have, you know, we have a right to our own opinions. By all means, everyone has a right to their own opinion, depending whether this opinion is based on fact or somebody's completely made up point of view. And, that, and now the question is how far this misinformation reaches and how harmful it is for other people that might listen to this information. So let's not censor it, but let's look over and, and somehow um, get to the people, give, the, give those people the, the, other, the other information as well, you know, from the, from, from the other spectrum. Mm. That's, that's the difficulty. <laughs> All right, well, hang on. Sorry, Neve, you understand the point, I suppose, that, that Michal is making there. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I really do. And I, I, I think he's right, you know, that instead of perhaps... You know, what they did during COVID was, um, and you probably know this as well, like on, you'd go onto social media and instead of seeing a video or instead of seeing a comment, it'd be a black, black screen. Yeah. You weren't allowed to look at that. So why can't they just say, okay, 
this is this person's argument. He's saying that the earth is flat. Well, here's our, our argument about the earth being not flat. Make up your own minds. So put both arguments forward. Don't just black out one and then say, no, they're wrong. The earth is round. Now, we all know it is. But at the end of the day, if you want debate and you want people to change minds or come around to a, a way of thinking or just be able to discuss things, you can't black out one side and then say the other side is right because unfortunately, as you've said, time can make a gobshite out of you and things don't age well like, as you like, said, oh, perhaps, was, like, I'll give an example. Another, another example, and Michal seems to talk about climate change. Greta Thunberg, five years hmm. ago, put out a statement saying the uh, the the uh, Antarctic, the ice caps, would be melted in five years. And she took that information from a scientist who'd written a paper on it, a published paper, who said the ice, the ice caps, the polar ice caps would melt in five years. It's now six years later. They haven't melted. So what I'm saying is scientists can get it wrong because they predict yeah, yeah. something based on a hypothesis. They get it wrong all the time. So she's left with egg in her face. You know, we were all going to die, according to her. You know, we'd be dead in 10 years. That was when she was 16 years of age. How dare you? I think, I think we have to stop this, this idea that we put certain people on pedestals. Mm. We put doctors, we put scientists, we put professionals in a lot of situations up on these magical pedestals, and they can be wrong. So instead of just saying, well, he's a doctor. He, he did, said this, yeah. He said this, he did 10 years in medical school, blah, blah, blah. He must know what he's talking about. Well, they said that about, you know, the guy who said that um, if you give your child the MMR vaccine, you're going to get autism. He was also a doctor. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they're not wrong. always right. Yeah, and he was wrong. He was very wrong. And he scared an awful lot of people and did a lot of damage. So at the end of the day, we need to critically think, just because somebody is saying the earth is flat, we can't laugh... That's a wrong analogy because they are. <laughs> Let's say um, yeah, so another analogy: COVID deniers. We can't. Turn Although I did, I did say, watch a video on flat earthers one night, and I went down a bit of a rabbit hole. I'm not going to lie to you; it's interesting. That's a bad place to go. <laughs> but if you if you turn around and say that everyone who has a particular opinion is wrong because a doctor says they're wrong, well, you can't be 100 percent sure because everyone is fallible. So everyone has the potential to be wrong. Even me, at least once in their life. You're actually so, wrong every now and again, Neve. Uh, very rarely. But okay, well hang, on, well, hang on, Michal and Neve. Just let me go to Eric as well. Eric, hi, how are you? Not good evening. How's things, buddy? You're keeping well. Good, good. Eric, do you believe there should be, you know, people, inverted commas, three people in this country actually who are part of the Digital Media Treaty? Do you believe that they or there, there should be people that decide what information we're allowed to see? Or do you believe oh, there should be uh, censorship at all? Yeah, no, 100%. Now, I mean, to answer your question, yes and no. I mean, it comes down to the individual who is consuming the information. Um, as, as we're all aware, when COVID hit, everyone turned into being scientists. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. They were saying this, they were saying that. You know, I, I was hearing you get vaccines and your hair grows back thicker. I'm bald and swallowing to take any vaccine at that rate. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're hearing all, these, all this kind of crap. You can end up going down a rabbit hole regardless. I just think when it's the individual that is consuming um, the so-called knowledge, um, in inverted commas, that's just that's what it comes down to. It was only there on Friday. Um, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole on YouTube, and I ended up watching a 15-minute video over how the Titanic didn't actually happen. Now, don't, don't ask me why. Oh, yeah, that White Star Line switched it for another boat, which is the Olympia, because they were doing an insurance scam. 
Uh, <laughs> I've know, heard that one, the yeah. Whole, you know, the, the whole, the whole, like, all these rabbit holes that people can go down, how airplanes, the fumes coming out of planes are spreading cancer and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, it literally only takes, you know, a, a few, a few, you know, fools, not fools to believe this, and then it grows arms and legs, and then before you know it, you know, you're doing Okay, well, 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 let's talk, well, let's talk about that. Around. That's chemtrails you're talking about, okay? So, um, and uh, by the way, chemtrails are just contrails, which is condensation. But people have, there are individuals out there that have a theory that governments of the world are loading the fuel with something to spray it over us so as we're, we're all, you know, subservient in some way. Do, do you, now, don't get me wrong. Maybe in 50 years' time, someone will prove that's actually really true. And we were all being fooled all along. I don't know. So, so should that information be censored? Well, for, for, for something like that, I mean, it just comes down to the source. I mean, I don't know. It, like, there's, there's never been any, you know, uh, engineer that came out and said yes or no to this. It just seems to be a group of people that you hear about that are coming on and say and say that. I've never heard. I've never heard of any researcher to come out and say, look, there's actually nothing wrong with the fumes that's coming out of the airplanes and stuff like that. Just there's no. I've, I've yet to find, and you know, an Ezra source that can tell me. You know, there's nothing to worry about, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, for flat earthers and stuff like that, just morons, just complete morons. But to me... I think it's fun, by the way, the flat earthers. Yeah, yeah, no, it it can be, but there comes a stage when you're listening to them too much and they're just kind of wrecking your head a little bit. At the start, it can be fun. And believe you me, at the start, hearing it, hearing about COVID being, you know, just a hoax, that was just to control us and stuff like that. I mean... People like lost their lives battling with COVID. Absolutely, and, she, and people just seem to think that's just now and now. Completely different. There's all just the cover up and stuff like that. So I, I think that that period, that 2020, was the most strange. There was such a strange period in I all was. my lifetime, and it's something that we'll never forget in history. And and you, by the way, the only thing I didn't disagree with was I didn't disagree with the restrictions in the way they were done. I don't believe we protected the elderly. And I think we focus too much on the general population when we should have been focused on those that were the most vulnerable, which are the elderly over the age of 65. We now know that um, from the data that we have in relation to mortality. So a huge mistake was made in the way we dealt with COVID-19. But look, we learned. We may be the next time we get it right. Uh, look, hindsight is a beautiful thing, though. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, you could say hindsight. We knew after six months what we should have been doing. But I, I have no idea why it wasn't done properly. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's more intelligent people in the world than me that know why. Um, but, but anyway, in relation to misinformation or disinformation, like who decides what's disinformation? Because what's disinformation today may be the truth next week. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? I mean there was there's one. You, there's a caller that was on your show. Um, I think he was on, on about a year ago or so, and he was a gentleman that was making these predictions about certain things. Joseph, and, and maybe that could be his name. And, Oh, hang on for a second. I just lost you there for a second. I'll come back to you in a second. Um, yeah, I think he's talking about actually Joseph. And uh, for those who don't know, I haven't heard actually Joseph in a while. He'll probably ring in now. Um, Joseph um, is, comes up with all sorts of predictions, right? Um, and he did. He's been on my show since I started. Jeez, he's past 20 years probably. But um, he comes up with all sorts of weird predictions. And Joseph would ring the show and he would say things about, you know, uh, when you see now, within the next five years, there'll be no more cash. When you see now, within the next five years, there'll be a virus, and they'll tell us we can't leave our homes. 
and you'll have to have a passport with your vaccine certificates on it and all that kind of stuff. You'll have to do all of that. Well, you see now. And I didn't believe him. I actually didn't believe him. I was kind of going, ah, yeah, put your tin hat, foil hat on you. But nearly everything he said was actually true. All right, sorry about that. I lost you there for a second, Eric. I do apologise. Sorry, no. Yeah. I'll look at it. Must be a message. Maybe I should, I'm not eligible to talk about things. Yeah, no, maybe to, maybe it's the government <laughs> are secretly listening in and they cut you off just before yeah. you said something. So, Eric, <laughs> should, should people, I mean, should we be censored or have information that we put online or on the radio or in newspapers or whatever it is removed because they, government, I don't know who, believe that's not the information the public should be given? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I think there should be some... If you're a doctor, for example, and you're putting out information, like the, the doctor there that Neve had mentioned, I think it was her name, I beg your pardon for not her name, when she came out and said that the, uh, the doctor came out and said, if you give this to your, to your baby, you develop autism or stuff like that. But in my opinion, he should be punished for this. And, you know, it, like to put out that type of information to scare people and to have them lose sleep over loved ones and stuff like that, I, I think there should be some punishment that should be brought out if you're releasing this information, that, that, that is that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's apparent as well, right? But that doctor at that time genuinely believed that that was they uh, yeah. they they published a paper on it. They genuinely thought that was the case, right? Most doctors would disagree, yeah. obviously. So, but if we start deciding whose information we should listen to or we should allow to be published, for example, if it's a doctor or a professor, I think we're heading down a rocky road. Because many doctors in the past have come out with stuff and other doctors have said, would you go away out of that, you lunatic? And they've been dis- they've yeah. been ignored and cancelled in some cases and it turned out they yeah. were actually correct. So yeah, we have to be very careful how we deal with information. Yeah, yeah. Now, no, to answer your question, I'm actually not too sure how to answer your question because I, I genuinely, I think it comes down to you as an individual, what your mindset is, are you going to go follow example A or example B? Even if, if the minority are are in, you know, example B, and it comes at the long run that, that it's right when I'm at the whole stage and the majority, majority we're going for example A, that comes out to being wrong. I just think no matter what road you go down, there's no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. It just comes down it just comes down to you as the individual. Now, no matter what, I mean, you can have someone, uh, you can have a fact on the table for somebody and they're always going to, deny it and just and change and, and change and all that that's not correct blah 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 I mean there's so many topics out there that people I know oh, I know on. censorship covers a lot of things but stay there for a second oh, Eric because well hang on I want to go to Steve just before we go to the news as well um, I'm probably not going to get to Susan before the news it'll be after the news sorry no, Steve but, go ahead no, Steve Niall there's a slight tinge just a whiff tonight of hypocrisy in the air can you not get it because mm. it's, mo- it's mostly coming from you either okay go yeah. on go yes. on <clears throat> so all I have to say is this book is gay. No, okay. So let's no. let's let okay. No, no, no. Hang on. Let's talk about that. The, this book is gay. This is the book, of course. All the controversy about it is in the Cork Library at the moment. Nobody, as far as I know, has suggested the book should be banned. Nobody, no. or that the book should be censored in any way. All they've suggested was that it should be put into an age-appropriate place. Ah, so that's okay. Is- that's now that's not censorship. That's rating. For example, we don't let children go and see a Quentin Tarantino movie. You're the one that gets to decide if children get to read that book or not? No, 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 hang on. The same way as we don't allow a child to go in and see a Quentin Tarantino movie in a cinema, the staff are told, you don't let children into this movie. 
That's just the I way it is. That. The same way as you don't let a child go to a doctor on their own. You have to obviously have child protection. That's sure. And I, by the way, I opened the show by saying with the exception of illegality and child protection, should we have censorship? Yeah, Niall, you're just repeating what you said. But yeah. at the end of the day... That's not censorship. Called, it is censorship. No, if it's you're not. Withholding inf- if you're withholding you're information... You're withholding information. We are talking about adults, Steve. Grow up, for God's sake. No, 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 no. We're, talking, really, we're yeah. talking about adults who can make their own decisions. We have to make decisions on behalf of children. That is our job as a society. Move on from that point, because now you're starting to annoy me. So we get Move to on from that point. We get to decide what children can and can't see. Yes, because we have a duty and a responsibility to them. Move on from the point and talk about adults. I didn't agree with the word censorship. We get to censor kids. No, yes. you're, yeah, are you going to keep sticking on that point? Because if you are, I'm just going to cut you off. Because I've said that about at least four times throughout the show, that with the exception of illegality and protecting child protection, should we have censorship? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, are you going to move on from that point or are you going to move on to something else? I am. I'm going okay. to move on. Okay, make it quick. You've only got a minute. You've just wasted two minutes of your time talking shite. So then no, move on, you okay? Have, you on. have my good man. Oh, okay, go on. So people, people are too stupid to handle information, Noel. You only have to look at the world as it stands now. You know, you're going on, lads are going on there about some conspiracies were correct and we should have listened to them. Some conspiracies are absolutely wrong and cause so much damage. Absolutely. I'm I'm agreeing with you, by the way. I know a guy who believes in lizard people and once every six months goes missing into the middle of a field somewhere because he goes off his head listening to this stuff. We should be able to censor stuff like that. Stuff that we know that is damaging to the human psyche, we should be able to remove. And yes, there should be people in power to be able to remove these things. So, so but, but who does that? Lizard people, clearly. But who decides what's mm-hmm. misinformation and what's not misinformation? When I opened the show, I talked about very intelligent people in history who were disregarded as lunatics when it turned out they yeah. were correct. So, uh, yeah, okay, and a broken clock is right one, uh, twice a day now. No, what I'm it's saying it's, it's, is, there were, it, but that doesn't matter. The point is, there are individuals in society who are extremely clever and way ahead of the rest of us. You're right, Noel. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But at the at the end of the day, Noel, we still should be able to censor some information. And who gets to decide that? The people we put in power, the people we so vote do you, for. Do you, trust, do you trust the people we voted for? No, absolutely not. So that's why we need to do a better job of voting next time. Oh, yeah. And the next time after that. Like I said, people are stupid, Noel. People cannot handle information. People are so... Would, uh, Eric, would you agree? People are stupid. We're, we, don't, we shouldn't be given the responsibility of handling information. Well, there is, there is a, a certain amount of people out there that when they're taking information, they're just they're ba- bamboozled me. That they believe there's some, some of the shite that they're told to accept. Um, but that, as I said to you, that just comes down to the individual. If there's a proper mindset and to, to actually know what's right from wrong, if this fella is just saying crap or the case may be, and that's literally what it comes down to. I think minority of people who I've come across when they say shit like, you know, COVID was fake and all that, you know, they're just easy manipulated and they just, they're just lost. They're lost mentally and they're weak and they just, they want to stand up and they want to, you know, follow the, Whoever getting the information from, um, and that's what that's my opinion. With a lot of a lot of people that are saying these things, these. But are we not? Un- should we not all be critical thinkers? Because when I look at those people, say for example that you talked about COVID, COVID is fake, right? 
I'll read all that stuff. I'll take little bits of it and say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Most of it's yeah. nonsense. But I, will, <laughs> but I will take little bits of it and I kind of read up about it because I read a lot. So, I, you yeah. know, but, but, but I consider myself a critical thinker. No, yeah, it doesn't course, make you yeah. a scientist. Sorry? It doesn't no, I didn't say it made me a scientist. It just makes me a critical thinker. Hilarious about all of this crap was everybody thought they were an expert on COVID. They know nothing about COVID. Sure, you can say a few buzzwords, but when it comes down to it, you haven't a bog's notion about COVID and how it actually works and what's involved in it. I don't even know. That's why we leave it to the scientists. We leave it to the people in charge. And, then what, and what about, say, the scientists in the world, if we're sticking to that particular point, who disagreed with it? Who said that this virus isn't that dangerous at all? What are you all talking about? Do we in the minority? But does that matter? Do we just disregard their views if they've had twenty years' experience in Stanford University or something like that? Do we just disregard them? Yeah, of course. That's what we do. We've done it throughout the entire history of the planet, Niall. You, you made a stupid I, I, point, I, I, Steve. Let's move on from no, that. Well, wait, don't, okay, don't waste any more time on it. Let's move on from you censoring me. I'm not censoring. Let's not talk about I'm, that. I'm not You censored me. Okay, my good I, I tell you what, I'll censor you, right? Watch, this is what happens when I censor you, right? Start talking. Go okay, on. okay. Okay, there you go. Uh, there you go. Steve is censored. Now let's go. That's what censorship is, Steve. Steve I let you, you continue to talk. I let you continue yeah. to talk your nonsense. Oh, yeah, that would be nice if you could actually let me have an opinion without you interrupting me and telling me to stop or you'll kick me off the air. Blah, blah, blah. People see the hypocrisy. Hmm, I smell it. There's no hypocrisy. Let's, Go on. Let's move on. You're terribly uncomfortable with this. I'm uncomfortable so, because it's a stupid point you're making. But go on, just make yeah. it, make move away from it. It's a silly point. Okay, and I, I look like I said, Niall. I did go on to the second half of my point, which was that people cannot handle this type of information. Look what it does. It, people go nuts when they hear the truth. If there was look, if there was an asteroid coming towards the Earth, would you tell everybody? If there was a, okay, let's use that as an example, right? Let's say genuinely there was an asteroid heading towards the Earth and a group of scientists in the world knew this for sure, 100%, because mm-hmm. they'd use, you know, whatever telescope it is. Um, and they figured out exactly it's going to hit Earth in 2031. Is that information mm-hmm. the general public should have? I think no. it's up, but I think it's up to people who are better minds than us to decide how we get that information. But I do believe that people deserve that information, yes. So, so basically what you're saying is we should leave it up to the people in charge, like I suggested earlier on. No, I think people, but I do believe people are entitled to the information. It shouldn't be withheld uh, from them. Okay, you, then people maybe and you might be correct in that, people are entitled to all information. They may be entitled to it, but how they handle said information, they go bleed nuts. But, that's, but that's, is that not the responsibility of society? For example, we've heard all the classics tonight, COVID, climate change, all the, the mm-hmm. Holocaust, all the different examples mm-hmm. tonight of, you know, where we believe there may be misinformation, disinformation or censorship, right? Mm-hmm. And, okay, some people are critical thinkers. They will look at information that one person will put up and say, oh, I agree with that bit, but that's not true. That couldn't be true. Mm-hmm. And then they'll Google it and they'll Google a few different scientists or a few different experts or whatever. And they'll decide yeah. for themselves where there are other people who lose their mind. And they'll go, Absolutely. oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That must be true. Yeah, he said it. That must be true. Even mm-hmm. though, even though he's not, he's only a radio host. He's not actually a scientist at all. That must be true. So, and, and I get that. 
But we can't be responsible for stupidity in society either. We and have to be responsible for stupidity in society. That's why we have governments and laws and stuff. You know, we have to be responsible for that, Noel. People cannot handle information. You know it's true. You know with that asteroid situation, we've had so many near misses with asteroids passing by. If NASA was to come out and say, lads, this time next week, there's an 85% chance we're going to be obliterated. What do you think would happen? Come on, really, what would happen? If I'm honest, mm-hmm. half the population would be reasonably sensible about it, enjoy the rest <laughs> no, of their lives. Would not. And the no, other, And the other half would go on the purge. Okay, would, Niall, would you consider yourself <laughs> a reasonably intelligent you know, person? Well, I think I am, yeah. What would you do? Would you sit at home singing Kumbaya with the missus? <laughs> no, I wouldn't sit at home going Kumbaya with the missus. Knowing me, I'd stay on radio. And I'd be giving yeah, people yeah. up-to-date information on oh, it. Oh, to the day you die, Niall. To the day you die, you'll be on radio. God bless you. <laughs> well, what, what am I supposed to do with the information? You're, you're talking doomsday stuff here, but like, can I just point out? But what, yeah, what am I supposed thing, to do with the information? <clears throat> you know as well as I do, when the COVID stuff first happened... I was the very one who fell straight into the trap because a friend of mine, <clears throat> excuse me, a friend of mine sent me a video and there was Chinese people dropping left, right, down. On the streets. Going, oh, good jeez. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, good we, Jesus, And we all you know. know now that wasn't true, right? We know it wasn't true. Yeah. But at the, at the, at the end of the day, Noel, people will swallow information entirely until they get the truth. You know that old thing, you know, guilty and proven, uh, innocent and proven, till proven guilty. That's no longer... The situation anymore. But then, but you're saying trust governments. The government were the same people who told us if we had a nine euro meal, we could go out at night. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, people sometimes start thinking, is that a hell of a second here, you know? We we could see through the fact that they were being planks and idiots. We could all (laughs) see that. You know, at the end of the day, we still, we're the bigger planks. We're the bigger. Okay, well, getting back. So, you believe that there should be people in the world, well, certainly in Ireland, there's three people currently at the moment. I call it the Minister for Truth. They, you believe that. Those intelligent people, one is a former judge, etc., etc., should have the right to censor information or remove information from social media, from radio, whatever it is, if they believe it's incorrect. Okay, well, stay there. Let me go to Maureen. Maureen, hi. Hi, Nile. How are you? Yeah, Steve believes misinformation, or as he calls it, disinformation, misinformation, false information, should be censored. Oh, I know. Well, I don't. Mm. I don't believe in censorship whatsoever. We've seen enough of that with revolutions and the communists. That was their style, censoring information, censoring what people said. Um, I believe I believe in listening to everything, as you were saying. Can you hear me? I can. People, oh, there was no, I thought there was noise. Hello. People are, I'm a critical thinker. Mm-hmm. And even I'm bringing my grandchildren up to be critical thinkers, to be able to think for themselves, because I'm seeing the world that they're going to grow up in, and what I'm seeing I'm not liking. And that's what I'm telling them. And they're beginning to, well, my, my granddaughter, 11, can think for herself. She's very good at Marian, it. Marian, do you mind Ma- if I Maureen, ask you a Maureen's her name. Oh, sorry, Ma- Maureen, I beg your pardon. Maureen, do you mind if I ask you a question? Given the fact Go that ahead. you've ad- admitted that you're a critical thinker, now be honest with this. Do you think that's made your life better? Because I found as soon as I became a critical thinker, you're thinking about all of the problems and trying to figure this crappy world out. I would love to be a stupid person just sitting back and relaxing and letting the world pass us by. Being a critical thinker isn't always the right thing. Humans were not designed to be that way. We were just designed to exist. Uh, No, I disagree with you, Steve. Yes, humans were designed to be that way. 
No, I mean, take no, a look at all. Take, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. Take a look at the, all the mm-hmm. great scientists, the mathematicians, everything, people that we've mm-hmm. seen, we've down through the centuries. Yes, people were designed that way. And yeah, I, and, I, and I, the vast majority of people. Steve, can I answer you mm. or not? Yeah. I mm-hmm. believe yes, made my life better to be a critical thinker. I don't follow the herd. I think, I look, I read. I've read books all my life. I was brought up on books. And I think for myself. And I find out if someone is saying something, what they, I might pick up a word, I might pick up something they're saying, and I'll go and look for it myself. And I don't always Google stuff. I actually prefer to go to libraries. Good one. As well, looking through books. Uh, I can hear you doing your dishes there. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not doing anything. I can hear noise somewhere, but it's not me. No, it's I'm not, just sitting on my sofa. No, maybe Susan. Um, but, but in saying that, Steve, I think Maureen is right. Most of us, not all of us, clearly, some people are thick, but most of us are reasonably intelligent. And we were a gift. Some people are more intelligent in this world. We're well aware of that. They have a higher IQ. And, you know, some people are more athletic. So we all have our qualities as human beings. Um, we were also given free will. And, you know, that gives us the, the ability to critically think about things. Most of us will have the ability to critically think. So when the government may make a decision, for example, be it around the budget or the law or whatever it is, we all have an opinion on it. Now, that doesn't mean we're all correct, by the way. But we all, everyone's truth is their own truth. So, and everybody should be listened to. I don't think silencing people is the right answer. Because when you silence people, you never really get to the truth. To get to the truth, you have to be prepared to upset people every now and again. Would you not agree? I do agree, yes. Am I, am I still, can you hear me? Yeah, am, I, am I still yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. All right, Grant, Grant. Yeah. Thought I was being censored there for a minute. Oh, so, so, look, <laughs> uh, do, do me a favor. Name one of your favorite comedians. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. You know Jimmy Carr is seriously depressed? I imagine he is. Most comedians are, I believe. Why is that? Why, is, why do you think that is? I, I think, I remember reading about this before, that comedians, because they're people who are depressed by nature, they like to express themselves differently to the way they actually are in real life. Yeah. No, no, no. you read wrong, Noel, um, because most comedians who are seriously depressed, most brilliant comedians who are seriously depressed are critical thinkers who do that kind of edgy type of comedy. These are people who think for themselves. And when people do start to think for themselves, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Of course people need to think for themselves somewhat. But when you get so involved in the news and Facebook and this post and that post and bad news and screaming and shouting, Jesus Christ, relax, lads. Take a breather away from all of this stuff. This is why I was asking Marion the question. Marion. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, it's obvious to me that we are, our generation, particularly your generation, my generation, not the next one. They're pretty stupid they are. But they, we seem to be a hell of a lot more depressed than they ever were because we understand what way the world goes on. And I would like people just to enjoy the world for once rather than sitting around thinking about it. And you know, would, By the way, I would disagree with you on that. I think the next, the young generation now are more depressed than we ever were because they have so much to worry about that they shouldn't be worried about. Do you know, Niall? No, yeah. do you know what I, mm, sorry, Maureen. Do you know what I heard today? Um, apparently, Disney, they want to... To rearrange or change, you know, Bambi. Yes. Oh, and the reason, See? the reason, the reason being, because the people today, and especially the younger children, can't handle it. So this is. Do you this need is to know happening. that information? They can't handle Bambi. What's wrong with Bambi? They can't handle 
can't hand they can't handle you know being stressed or upset is what they were meaning. Why? Because it was sad. Because it's so sad. Yes. yes. I would just stop it after that. Oh, okay. I'm, I mean, <laughs> is it true? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not having to go with you, Maureen. If it is true, I think that's ridiculous. But, I mean, but, but, yeah, but this, but this is what I'm saying. This, I, I'm watching them now. And I, I listen all the time as well. I take everything in. Yeah, they, well, that's and what I say to Steve. Young people tend to be triggered much easier than we were when we were younger. That's why you see warnings on everything nowadays. Maureen, just stay there just for a second and Steve. Let me just bring Martin and I need to go to Susan as well. She's been waiting for so long. Sorry, Martin, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are you? Good. Martin, do you believe in censorship or, you know, the removal of information which could be classed as disinformation or misinformation? Well, it would mean shutting down RTE for a start, wouldn't it? Well, it depends on what you think of RTE. Some people like RTE. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Well, I have to commend you that you're one of the few radio stations in the country that will actually discuss topics that are taboo on all other mainstream media. Oh, thanks very much. We'd appreciate that. That's a compliment. As long like as if, you look at the whole, if you look at the whole COVID thing, not once in three years was there a discerning dissenting voice on any RTE panel. Not once. It was all one-sided misinformation, disinformation and lies, basically. Well, some of it was lies, some of it was disinformation, but some of it was factual. Lies, no. Most of it was lies. Well, that, well, well, and by the way, that's your view, and you're entitled to that view. I, I might you not agree with it. Look, look, at, look at the facts now. Look at the revised deaths. They're way down, way down from what... Okay, I, I don't want to go... I, I don't really want to go into COVID, per se, or one particular topic, be it climate change or COVID. I didn't want to do that tonight. What I wanted to do is talk about this idea with the European Digital Treaty that, you know, governments will decide what information we're allowed to have going forward. Now, the reason they will say that is because some information, as far as they're concerned, is completely untrue, and giving that information to the public can be dangerous. But they do that on a regular basis now. You look at the, the Trusted News Initiative, or Media Initiative, was set up prior to the COVID uh, scandemic, and all the mainstream media are singing off the same hymn sheet every day, on the hour, every hour, it was the same story on every news channel. That wasn't a coincidence. Well, I think, well, if it had been something that was big in the news, of course, it would be number one in the news on most news channels. But, I no, I, I take on board the point that you're making, that news journalists should have been more critical and certainly should have questioned things a little bit more. And I think that, I think everybody would acknowledge that. But in saying that, move again once away. Again, can we move away from COVID? Because I don't want to stick to one particular topic. Should I be able to release a book tomorrow if I wanted to, not that I would, being a COVID denier, or not a COVID denier, a Holocaust denier, which would be abhorrent, but should, should I be allowed to do that? That's your freedom of speech, freedom of choice, but then you'll, be, you'll face the consequences, probably. Well, yes, you have a responsibility and a duty, don't you? You do, but if you, if, if you look at the, the amount of people that have been censored the last few years, they're, they're all speaking against you know, what's going on and speaking out. You look at Andrew Tate, Julian Assange, now Russell Brand, they all get targeted. Well, well, well hang on. It, no, 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 to, to be fair, I, I, you know, I'm not a fan of Russell Brand at all. Um, I never was. I don't like him. Um, I don't know, and nobody knows, until it, or, or maybe he will be charged, maybe he won't be charged with something. I don't know. In relation to what he says is a different argument and what he talks about. But in relation to the accusations that have been made against him currently at the moment, I don't know whether they're true. You don't know whether they're true. They could be. They might not be. That's up to a judge and a jury to decide if he's ever charged with anything. Right, but don't you think it's funny that people coming forward from 20 years ago, now that he has such a huge we've following... Seen, yeah, but we've seen, that in the, we've seen that in the past when people become popular. 
that people do. I mean, there's been many high profile cases during the Me Too movement of people coming from 20 years ago and making accusations against people who some were genuine and some were just outright lies. We know that. So what I'm saying, it's how they target, it's how they target opposition speakers, people who speak out against them. It's how they target them. But then you're suggesting there's some sort of collusion to do that. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not denying that happens in the world because it does happen in the world. Did it happen in Russell Brand's case? I don't know. Um, Julian Assange. Julian Assange. Well, Julian Assange was the American government obviously wanted to silence him. For being a traitor. Yeah, he had a, rape, a false rape allegation against him. That's right. That's he did, yeah. Tarnish, they tarnished those people's reputation. That's how they do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that still doesn't come back to my original question. So do you believe we're entitled to all information or is some information genuinely dangerous? Well... Use the example Steve gave at the start there, which is actually not a bad example. Scientists thanks. figure there's a meteor heading towards the planet Earth and it's going to hit us in six weeks' time, exactly. Do the right. public deserve that information? Are these the same guys who told us that the president oh, owned the moon from a landline? I think I'm saying. No, no, I'm only asking you. Do you believe we're entitled to that information? Yes, yes. But, you make but what would happen? To... What would happen if that be, if that went down in all the news channels tomorrow? Scientists believe the world of... will be obliterated. The planet will be obliterated in six weeks' time. Steve is right. Well, the world will people, go mad. A lot of people would panic because they follow everything that the mainstream media gives them. Niall, can you but see you're, what's you're, happening you're... here with this lad? Can you see you're what's happening with this man that's on air right now? Can you can you can you all hear that you have a guy on air who is basically tinfoil hat wearing and conspiracy theorist? And you can see how this damages people because he thinks everybody's out to get him and the governments are out to get him and everybody's colluding and everybody's bad. Oh, it's so scary. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Most of these situations where governments make money off the backs of COVID is making hay while the sun shines. There's no man behind the curtain. You know, the the earth is not flat. Blah, 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 blah. Stop watching this nonsense. The government should remove this nonsense to make your brain a little healthier. Niall, can I reply to that? You can. person there. Yeah, you, Um, you can. Let me see. He probably hasn't heard of the WEF who have 30 years Agenda 30 plan in the making, which is okay. all happening at the moment. All happening at the moment. <laughs> it's probably the most common thing I've seen online, by the way, is the, the World Economic Forum. The um, World Economic Forum. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it, but but it, you do know, Martin, although the World Economic Forum suggests things and say things, they don't actually have any power. No. Well, Niall, they, they're running most of the Western governments. Well, no, Western governments, if they want to, can choose to listen to the World Economic Forum, but the World Economic Forum, as it stands, doesn't have any power. It may have influence. I can only give you the information. The guy is Klaus Schwab. You can look him up. I know, I know all about Klaus Schwab. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying to you is people put a bit too much emphasis on the WEF. I'm not suggesting, by the way, some of the stuff that I've seen online isn't true, but what I'm saying to you is they put too much emphasis on it. It's up to governments of the world if they want to take influence from the World Economic Forum or not. They don't have any legal standing. They're an independent no, organisation. I'll tell you who they have. If you look at it, if you look at oh, yeah, online, we, we don't we don't have time to go into all the different details of all the different you know theories that are out there, Martin. As much as I'd love to do a whole show on it, but what I'm trying to establish here is: Do you believe there is any information that should be withheld from you? No, freedom of speech is a must. You deal with the consequences of that. Mm-hmm. That information but has own... poisoned your mind. You just jump from no, one conspiracy you... to another. Well, well, do you know what a conspiracy... The difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth is about six months at the moment. Say again, sorry? 
the difference between conspiracy theory is about, and, and the truth is about six months. Okay, well, you, you, tell, you, you tell me, Clever Clogs, you name off it there. Name off the ones that came true. Go ahead. Go. Name off the ones that came true. Oh, well, I okay. gave you the best example at the start of the show, which was in relation to where the actual virus came from. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not suggesting there wasn't a virus. I'm just saying where it came from, the, the origins of the virus. Initially, at the start, as you know, Steve, people were banned from social media for even suggesting uh, that it came from uh, a lab in Wuhan. And now it turns out the CIA have now all the evidence that it probably did come from a lab in Wuhan. Okay, so name them. Go for it. I've just named you one. There's probably the, one of the most important ones of the last three or four years. X-Files there on, on the other <laughs> line. Yeah, no, that, that's that's the biggest one the last few years. Yeah. The whole moon landing was a farce. The oh. climate hoax was a farce. <laughs> okay. Big farce. Yeah. Can I, can well, I just I, I, I love the I love the moon landing theory, by the way, but but I don't know whether it's true or false. I couldn't I tell you. Well, you're, you're, about, on. you're about the same age as me now. You're about the same age as me. You remember ice ages were coming, holes in the ozone layer. All Every 10 years we had a new global oh, catastrophe was coming. No, I mean, Stevie's not incorrect. On a regular basis, there was different people proclaiming the world was going to end in 10 years if we didn't do this or didn't do that. And we didn't do most of those things, and the world didn't end. You know, in fairness, people have been claiming doomsday since the dawn of time, Steve. Exactly. So doomsday is like holes in, holes in the ozone layers that never came through. And can I just point out to Mr. X-Files there that during the moon landing, it was the space race between Russia and America. And do you know who was surveilling them the whole time? The Chinese, who could actually map their flight path. It's there. It's written evidence. They went to the moon. Stop being so silly. Oh, darling. Niall, anyone who believes the President of America phoned the moon from a landline in 1969 shouldn't be given any airtime. Oh, so, he, so, you, so, you want to, so what you want to do is censor me, is that it? <laughs> well, no, I, I want you to give your, give your head a wobble. <laughs> it, it is quite bizarre. I'm on three and I can't even ring around the corner on my mobile. <laughs> like okay, well, I, well, hang on, I know it's different technology, I'm joking. Oh, let me go, to, stay there for a second, Martin and Steve. Let me go to Susan. Susan, hiya, always good for a laugh. Susan, hi, hi. how are you? How are you? Good. Thank you for waiting for me. I, I didn't um, wait for you. You waited for me. Thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Susan, do you agree with censorship? Opinion. Do you? Yeah, do you agree with censorship? No, I don't, I don't agree with it in any shape or form. I'm probably a tinfoil hat wearer, and I believe that, you know, the likes of Trump, he didn't do anything so wrong, and they're trying to put him into prison. So I think comments are always trying to... I, I don't now. Don't get me wrong. I'm a bit of a Trump fan myself, as you well know. But I don't think he's completely innocent of everything. In fairness. Oh, I didn't know you were a Trump fan. I didn't know it was okay yeah, to say. No, that. I you know. I know. It is okay to say it. But I, I don't. I mean, I'm still a critical thinker, and I don't think he's completely innocent of everything. I don't think he should be going to jail. I do think, believe he's been targeted. But you can't I say he's. You can't say he's completely innocent of everything. No, no, I wouldn't believe he's completely innocent, but I don't believe he's done anything that wrong that deserves him to do time in prison. And I think he's been victimised. And I think, you know, I said about the vaccine, I wouldn't do the vaccine, i go out like Joan of Arc. And I still believe so. I still think that the people have no right to say, this is what you've got to do. You know, and they try to put me into a secure unit and think, you're a bit manic, you need to, you need to calm down, you need to listen to us. And if I did, I'd be sitting in a chair going, mm, you know, <laughs> You know, and, and taking their pills. They do it all the time pills. with laws. They do it all the time with laws. They impose mm. laws on you all the time. You can't do this, you can't do that. And yet you mm. do. You just mm. go along with that, don't you? Well, I do. 
I do. I exactly. like, I do. I like this to go just against um, what I'm told. You know? So you like but to do what you're told. That's a total contradiction I, to I what like you to just go, said. I like to go against what I'm told. I don't like okay, to do well, what I'm told. I'll, I'm a rule breaker. You okay, know? so you mustn't have an ounce of tax or insurance on your car. You don't pay your tax Well, I don't have you... a car. I don't have a car. I don't pay oh. any form of insurance. Oh, I don't do house, health, home or life. I don't do any insurance. I believe all insurance is a scam. Ah, Jesus, Susan. You don't have house insurance. Oh, hold, on, hold on a second. Hang on, Susan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, insurance. Well, they, I, I, insurance companies make massive profits. I'm well aware of that, right? And it's obviously, you know, in their favour. The gamble is in their favour, generally speaking. That's why they have underwriters. But in saying that, for many people, insurance is vital. Well, I have my doctor's notes in my drawer. I don't go to the doctor. I haven't been there since last May. Okay, and, and good luck to you. If that's what you want to do, Susan, you do that. But there's many doctors out there who are brilliant and have saved people's lives. Can you see how this information is poisonous? This yeah, woman won't even go to a doctor. I, I'm not, I, by the way, I'm not, I'm not going to censor you, Susan. That's your review. And if you don't want to go to a doctor and you don't want to buy insurance, you fire away and do that. But I believe it would be to your detriment. Yeah. Why? Because, Why would it be because when you're unwell, you can't self-diagnose. You can't just go to Google and self-diagnose and medicate yourself. When you're unwell, you need to go to a hospital or a doctor. Why? If your house burns down, you don't have the money in the bank to replace it. And I hope that doesn't happen to you. So that's where an insurance company comes in. Insurance is only there for doomsday situations. When I say doomsday situations, for really bad situations. For example, your life insurance is there for your wife or your husband in case you pass away to cover your funeral, to cover the cost of whatever, you know, they incur. They may have to take time off work for the kids, etc. There's reasons for those things. The chances of you dying are slim or none. The chances of you dying are absolute. They're 100%. You are going to die. We're all going to die. You won't get cancer. You won't get sick if you live healthy. Ah, Susan, stop out of that. Susan, I'm going to tell you a story. There's a mate of mine who worked in radio. He was 37 years of age. He didn't drink. He didn't smoke. He went to the gym. He was the healthiest man you'd ever see. The women loved him. He was a good-looking guy. Really healthy. He had a sore leg one day. He woke up out of bed and he had a pain in his leg. Didn't know what it was. Couldn't even stand up. The pain went and it wasn't too bad then. But he said, look, I'll just go to the, the Beacon, which was around the, not too far from where he lived, and he had private health insurance. He said, I'll go to the Beacon and see what's wrong with me. Went to the Beacon and they said, oh, we don't, can't figure it out. But let's do a few tests on you. So they kept him in over the weekend. On the Sunday, they called his family. He had stage four pancreatic cancer. He died six what? weeks later. But how did he get it? Susan, oh, stop, stop. would you? It's Don't not do just that. by That's chance. Some, some cancers are hereditary, apart from anything else. They're genetic. It's unfortunate. Cancer is something that the best doctors in the world, the best oncologists in the world, still don't fully understand. And to suggest, to, to suggest Susan, if you live a healthy life, you won't get cancer, is nothing but misinformation. Niall, can I just Niall. point out that I said something well, very valid earlier on, which was you people can't want, handle Susan. the information. See, now, okay, lads, ladies, Susan, stay there. Maureen, and, Maureen and Martin, yeah. you're both listening to that. Are we out yeah. here? See, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, to some degree, Susan has just proved Steve's point. And we, which is, and I'm, but I, I'm not saying I, should, I would never censor Susan. But, oh, thank you, Matt. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying, Maureen? Yes, I do. But, again... I'm listening to her, and she has the right to her opinion. She has. 
and uh, she has free will. She never has to go to a doctor. She has free will. She has the right to her opinion. And um, even again, I wouldn't be calling for the like of Susan to be censored or anything because no, I believe I. no matter what she has to say, whether you agree with her, whether you don't. She has the right to say it, but this is where... Okay, well, here's the danger. Let me take up Steve's position very quickly before I finish this up, right? The danger is, if Susan was a person of influence, which, no disrespect to you, Susan. Like Trump, like Trump, let's say. Okay, okay, a person of influence like Trump. Or she was big on the internet or was an influencer. And she went on and said, you can't get cancer if you have a healthy lifestyle. And don't go to doctors. I don't trust them. Don't buy insurance. There are many people who could be influenced by that. Oh, Susan said it, so it must be true. Susan's important. That could, yeah. And, and, and that I could affect people's lives. So I think that's the point Steve is making in those situations. I know, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. But again, there are many people out there saying lots of things. And lots of people are influenced, influenced by what they're saying. That doesn't mean to say that you should shut them up. At does, the same time. Unfortunately, it no, does. It, it really does. No, it doesn't, Steve. I'm it sorry. does not. I'm so it sorry, but it absolutely because does. That's what the can you not see? The communist I'm no, sorry, but Steve. can you not see that that woman's Steve, life could you has just... been drastically changed because of the nonsense she's been listening to? Could you just? She won't even just... go to a doctor. That's ridiculous. Listen, could you just hold your fire for a second? That's Susan's business. Whether she goes to a doctor or whether she doesn't, maybe Susan uses. Um, um, herbal remedies. Okay, maybe she does. You didn't ask her. You didn't. Absolute nonsense. Susan probably has children or a family who cares about her, but she won't listen to them or anybody else because this nonsense. Would you ever? Would you ever just hold the fire, please, and let somebody else get something in? Okay. You nobody (laughs) wants ever ask Susan. Did she, did she use an alternative for her health? Well, okay, well, let's, let's be great. fair to Susan and ask her. Su- well, hang on, hang on. Let's be fair to Susan and ask her. Susan, when you feel unwell, what do you do? Like feel sick in my head. stomach. Do like you... feel sick in my stomach or feel a flu or something. Yeah, what do you do? I, I take, uh, you know, this, uh, this, this stuff you get in the chemist. I think it's called eschenia. It's like <laughs> oh, yeah. nettles. And I've heard of it. Nettles. So yeah. it's herbal, yeah, herbal stuff. Yeah, and nettles or something okay, like that. Okay, yeah. yeah, and herbs. But you wouldn't be sticking a paracetamol down your neck. You could get the hashish. No, not paracetamol. No, I take something a little bit lighter than paracetamol because I don't really believe in... Do you take medication at all? No. That's why I don't go to the doctor. No, oh, why God. would I take medication? Why would I do medication? Because, because medication has saved people's lives. Because I don't take it. Well, so I, and I, by the way, I hope you never get very sick. You know, I think you've been fortunate that you haven't been very sick because most of us at some point in our life do get sick. Martin. I know. You, I, you've been listening to Susan, right? So Susan is a good example, and, I, and no disrespect to her because I like Susan. Thank you, Nan. It's okay. But she's a good example of somebody who has read a lot of stuff, maybe, or and has turned her back on medical science, essentially. That can be dangerous information. Well, Niall... There's a lot of herbal stuff out there. I'm not saying there isn't. Has, I'm not saying there isn't. That, that has uh, helpful... Yes, absolutely, and good attributes. And But what I'm saying is, she's turned her back on it completely. At some point in her life, I hope not, but at some point in her life, she might need a doctor. But she might need a doctor. Okay, do you remember, we all remember the story of Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs got cancer. He refused to go to a traditional doctor 
because he got hooked up with a load of people who told him if you eat fruit, it'll cure your cancer. He did that. He went vegan. He started eating fruit. Didn't cure his cancer. The cancer went through him like a Porsche going down a road. Eventually, he went to a medical doctor. But at that stage, it was too late. The damage had already been done. If he had a gun... Absolutely. It was his choice. But the point was, some people had suggested if he had have gone to a doctor, he may have been, maybe had the tumours reduced in size, he may have lived longer, or he may have been cured. But he didn't go to a doctor because he listened to other people. And that's shocking considering he's such an intelligent man. But medicine has been hijacked by Big Pharma. There's no question about it. Look, I have no doubt pharmaceutical companies are making billions off the, off the backs of vulnerable people every single year. Trillions, actually. But that still doesn't mean that medicines, doctors, hospitals are generally good for people. No, but the first thing your doctor will oh. do is write you a prescription. Martin, are you, are you, do you take medication? No. Good man, Martin. You're kidding me. Do you, do you have children? No. Okay. Well, then I can't ask you the question. If one of them was sick, would you bring them to a hospital? If you're sick, Mark... Of course I would. Of course I would. Okay. And would you, would you, and if the doctor commands that I need to give your child an injection of XYZ to, to cure the problem they have, would you refuse it? I would, I would question it probably and research it first. And but, but what about the doctor who's been training for nine years? Does that mean nothing? Well, the, the training... They'll write the prescription oh. whoever whoever is funding them. Okay. See, see, now this is where we're all going to disagree because, and this is where I'm actually surprisingly enough agreeing with Steve, because Martin and Susan, Good. the majority of people in this world, at some point in their life will need a doctor and they will need medication. And the population of the world has aged. In other words, we're living longer. Why do you think in the last 100 years the population are now living longer? Sanitation. It's, it's, well, that, that's part of the reason, but it's not because we're eating nettles. It's because, because it's because of medical science. It's because we have machines that can help people breathe easier when they have problems or as, uh, respiratory issues. We have machines that can monitor people's hearts. We have machines that can diagnose cancers a lot quicker. We have machines that can do all sorts of things. We also have medications which can help to cure people. They don't always cure people, but they can certainly relieve a lot of those symptoms that we have. You know, that's why people are living longer. Modern medicine. Niall, do you mind if I say something? I know you want to wrap up. I don't think so. I do do want to wrap up, yeah. So, look, I just want to say to the both of them, especially Susan there now, Susan, go talk to your family. I can promise you, love, that the world isn't the big bad place that you think it is. There's no man behind the curtain. I don't think it's bad. You, You must do because you don't trust even doctors. And that's a horrible situation for you to be in. Stop reading this nonsense. Just go out well, and enjoy your life. The Get off bad. the internet. Get off the internet and I'm ignore not, I don't the information. go on the internet. Well, I don't go on it. The doctors from think somewhere. that I'm manic. They think I'm manic, the doctors do. Take your pills. Why should I take the pills? Because the doctors think I should take it. Why don't uh, I make my own mind no, and I do what I want to do? No, I can't continue conversation with this woman. I can't. No, it's, it's not fair doctor, to work. So and by the way, Susan, you are right to question what a doctor says. If a doctor says these pills be good for you, there's no harm in doing a bit of research yourself and looking it up and saying, you know, what would the side effect of those might be? Or is there a better one that I can take? Or is there a different one I can take that might not have the same side effects? Everybody's entitled to get a second opinion if you want to from a doctor. But the fact that you or Martin would turn around to me and say, you don't take medicines, is nothing but baloney. 
Martin, and, I, uh, Martin, and I'm telling you now, Martin, if you were in hospital tomorrow and a doctor turned around to you and, and sadly you were very ill, and I hope you're never ill, Martin, but you're sadly very ill, the doctor says, you have to take these tablets, Martin, or you're going to die. Are you telling me you're going to say no? Can I ask you a question? Mm. What You talked about all the doctors who went to college. What about all the doctors who went to college, the same colleges, and have spoken out against the COVID the last two years? And you're obsessed with COVID, Martin. Lost their, Martin. Lost their, no, but they've lost their medical license. Martin, your, your obsession with COVID is unhealthy. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you on some of the stuff, not all of it, but your obsession with it. You keep coming back to COVID all the time. If a doctor is a bad doctor, he's a bad doctor. But most doctors, most doctors and surgeons are good people. And they're clever people. So you some of them are head cases. There's no doubt about that, Martin. And some of them are wrong and incorrect. And some scientists are incorrect. We know that throughout history. But the vast majority, have the, uh, they certainly have the right intentions. Right, but the ones that spoke out, were they, they not go to college? Which ones? The doctors that were... People who spoke out about guest COVID. Well, some of them are wrong. And some of them are right. I listened to I listened to doctors on both sides, and I made my own mind up. But what I'm saying to you is, to turn around and say that you won't take medication, that's just bonkers, Martin. Because a lot of medication is good medication that saves people's lives. And a lot of it is dangerous. A lot of it is dangerous. You're absolutely right. I'm not saying it isn't. Some of it is. But a lot of medication out there saves people's lives, and doctors save people's lives. Some doctors don't. What my mother used to always say, doctors differ, patients die. And that, that's true too. Different opinions. But to suggest that you write it all off and you think that it's all wrong or incorrect or you just blankets, no. It's just bonkers. The same with Susan with her insurance company. I have no doubt insurance companies out there are making billions off the backs of people. Of course they are because it's a gamble. You're taking a gamble of not having insurance if you don't have it. They're taking a gamble insuring you because they're hoping your house will never go on fire. Because if your house goes on fire and you get 80 grand or 100 grand, you've never paid 80 or 100 into the insurance company, so they lose out. But they make, up, make it up on somebody else whose house never goes on fire. It's the way it works. It's called underwriting. But if you, your house goes on fire or you crash your car or whatever it is and you don't have any money, you'll wish you had insurance then. Anyway, that's the end of that conversation. Isn't it sad that I actually turned around and started to agree with Steve slightly towards the end? I still don't agree with censorship, but I do I do feel bad because I like Susan, you know, and I do feel bad when I hear Susan talking and saying she'd never go to a doctor because I hope she never needs a doctor, by the way. I hope people don't need doctors, but unfortunately, we're human beings and we're fallible. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.